Welcome to No Red Pen, the podcast that helps teachers make the most out of educational technology. I'm your host, Tom Mullaney. This episode, all things moat. Let's go. So Moat is a Google Chrome extension, and what it does is when you have installed it and signed in, is it allows for adding audio to Google Slides, Google Docs, Google Classroom, Google Forms. It does that by having a native button inside of comments, but it does it in a few other different ways that we'll talk about today. Now. First of all, when you install the Moat Chrome extension, you'll want to use the puzzle piece in the upper right corner of the Chrome, you know, right to the right of the URL bar. You'll want to use that puzzle piece to make sure that you have Moat there and visible. It's a purple logo. It's a purple circle, white, you know, cursive M. Click on that Moat and you'll see your recent moats and my activity and engagement. You can click in there and you see everything you've recorded in Moat across a whole variety of Google Workspace apps, but also on the web as well, and we'll get to that shortly. All right, the first thing I'm gonna talk to you all about is something you can do with Moat that is really nice and that your students or your viewers do not need to have the extension installed, and that is add audio or insert audio to Google Slides. When you install the Moat Chrome extension, in the upper right by the comments history bar, you'll see the Moat logo. That's a button. You press it and you add audio. And you know how you can add audio in Google Drive to slides, but unfortunately, you have to make sure that audio is set to public. Well, guess what? Moat does that for you. And it's this really nice uh, purple player button that, that it installs and anyone with or without the extension has it there. One thing you can then do is that Moat player button that has the linked audio, you can replace that. So you can make that any image in the world. You can have it be an image that says, click me. You can have it be a different audio image. You can have it be an animated GIF. You can have it be just an image of your content. So that is really nice. And that's kind of where I'll stop as far as things you can do with Moat where the, other, where the students don't need the extension. For the rest of this, you really do want to have your students install the extension. If they don't, it will pop them into a new tab. I'm not a big fan of that. I like having audio and video embedded into the digital content. What happens with students is they have 20 tabs open and it becomes very, very unproductive and confusing. What I will talk with you about today is only things you can do with the free version. There is a premium version. It gives you a longer recording time. It gives you some more features. But I know for teachers that's really hard and to get districts to buy that, it's something they should consider. But let's just stick to the free version. Additionally, I'm not going to talk about the iPad app. There is an iPad app with Moat. So if your students use iPads, that is an option. Uh, the one thing about that is when there's audio, it will pretty much pop them into the Moat app rather than stay in the native app. So we're gonna stick to the web, Chrome, Google Chrome extension, free version for this. First of all, have your students install it if, if, if you can do that. The one thing I will say is Moat, is a, it takes a minute to become part of your Google Workspace ecosystem. 
what you'll notice is that you'll install it. It will ask you to sign in. It will ask you for all these permissions, Google Classroom permission, Slides permission, Gmail permission, Drive permission. And it takes a minute to get up and running. So what I would suggest is have your students install it and then just let them play with it. Say, hey, try it in, Word, in Gmail. Try it in Classroom. Try it in Slides. And what that will force them to do is sign in, get all those permissions right and all that stuff. Um, you are not going to, in the space of a 40-minute class period, say, all right, students, I want you installing Moat, signing in, registering with Google, and now I want you to add audio comments to your Google Doc. No, just have them install, sign in, let them play, get, you know, tell them try it in this, try it in that, but don't make it anything that you would grade. With the Google Slides integration, students could upload an image of what they're doing in math and then record themselves talking about it. Now, in Google Classroom, when you have an assignment that's either Docs, Slides, or Sheets, you can use Moat to leave audio comments. And I would suggest the specific comments that have to do with specific aspects of a student's work do that with the native app, you know, the docs, the slides, the sheets, feedback, comment buttons, because you'll see it's there. You'll see this little purple button, add the audio to a comment, and again, if the student has it installed, that comment will play right there. At the bottom right of that classroom screen, you have the private comments, and that's where you give that holistic feedback. Hey, Tom, I saw what you did here. I think you're on the right track. Just implement a few of my suggestions and resubmit. You know those holistic comments? Do that in the private comments in Classroom. And again, you can do that with Moat. Really cool. And now in Google Docs, you can add audio to your Google Docs. I think I've sp spoken on this podcast about smart chips and how you can now embed YouTube videos with the link previews in Google Docs. Well, guess what? You can do it with audio with Moat as long as the student has it installed. You click the Moat extension, and then there's a button there to record what they call a Moat voice note. You record that, and then it lets you copy that to your clipboard, and then you hyperlink any text or any image. And again, if you have the player installed, it will play that audio right there. So that Moat is our way to add audio to Google Docs. How sweet is that? Now, in basically any Google Workspace comments. So, well, not any. Not drawings. For some reason, it does not work in drawings, but it works in comments in Docs, Sheets, and Slides. You get that Moat button. You can add your audio comments. They can be listened to right there. A nice little feature is that a reply to a Moat comment, if you hit colon and then start typing words, it will bring up emoji. So you start typing TH. And you'll see the emoji for thanks and thumbs up, uh, you know, things like that. That's kind of a nice little feature that you can show your students. Again, all parties have to have the Chrome extension installed. In Google Classroom, you can add Moat audio to the instructions, or, or the, the basically if it's an announcement, the announcement field, or you know, if it's an assignment or material, the big text field, not the title, but you know, where you'd put your text you can do that. Now, I will say it's a little finicky. You'll see the Moat button. Add your Moat audio first before you add any text. In my experience, if I add text first, 
then the Moat Audio button can go away. But if I add that Moat Audio, then I can t add more text later. But that's really nice that you can do that in Classroom, uh, any Classroom post, really. You can add Moat Audio so students can hear your voice explaining the assignment right there. Additionally, you can add to Google Forms. So you as a teacher, you see the Moat button right by the Duplicate Question button. And you can add your voice or just read any question. How nice is that? That is really cool. Uh, nice way to add audio to Google Forms. And the kids see that little play button when they have it installed. When students have the Moat Chrome extension installed, they can answer any short answer or paragraph answer Google Forms question with Moat, which is, I think it's a positive and a negative. So do you want your students answering questions with their voice or by typing? And I think that might depend on the use case. Might be a nice modification for students with, with learning needs. You know, just make a separate Google form for them and say, hey, just tell me your answer. Just hit that moat button and record your moat answer. Now, what will happen is in the spreadsheet of responses, you're just going to see these moat URLs. HTTPS colon moat dot FYI dot whatever. If you have that extension installed, you just click it and it will play right there. At the same time, I don't think I would give 20 students 20 questions that they answer with moat. That would be just way too much and way too much clicking. So be, you know, be very selective about how you use it with Google Forms and do you want students using it to answer questions? Again, could be a great modification for students with motor issues or other learning needs. From there, there's something called sticky moats. Let me tell you what a sticky moat is. So you go to any website in the world, any website, this is outside of Google Workspace, any website that you want your students to read, you then click the moat extension, you click that record button, but that copy that we use in Google Docs to add audio, what that becomes is a sticky moat. When you then share it, and in your My Activity page, you can just click Share to Google Classroom. It brings the student, and again, they have to have the extension installed. It brings the student to that page, but there'll be a movable, it's movable. It starts in the upper right corner, but people can, you know, the viewers can move wherever they care to. Play button. This is pretty cool. It's a play button. So you can record any audio that you want them to hear with that website. One last thing I'll tell you about Moat is that it works in Gmail. So if you have it installed, it will have a right by the send button, there will be a moat button. You can record audio. Now, earlier this year, I used it successfully. Right now, what I'm noticing is that even when my recipients have the moat extension installed, it pops, it doesn't play right in the inbox message. It pops them out to a different URL where they can hear the message. So I don't know what's going on with that. I've heard in uh, on the Moat YouTube channel that it should just play in the email. So I don't know, but it does work with uh, Gmail as well. So that is all you can do with Moat. Are you getting excited to use Moat with your students? I'd say definitely give it a try. L literally add your voice and your students' voice to digital products. That's all for this episode. I'm thinking in two weeks I'll come back with a little deep dive on Google Docs and some things we can do with it now that maybe six months, a year ago, we could not do with it. In the meantime, please rate wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you want to get some EdTech PD in your school, 
just reach out. Go to TomMalini.com, click on consulting, and I'll be happy to work with your school to help all teachers make the most of EdTech in the classroom. Thank you so much for listening.